If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Kev on Stage, with the lovely and luxurious Miss Kev on Stage. We are doing this podcast on a Sunday afternoon after we traveled two hours from Santa Barbara, went to church, we came home, wanted to nap. But did we nap? No. We podcasted. And maybe the Lord will see fit to give us a nap later. It's hot. Very. In L.A. today. It's hot outside. Lights to record are making it hotter. But we're doing this for you guys, the people, the loyal listeners of the Love Hour podcast. Today on the docket, we are talking about money, 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 money. Uh, First on the topic, uh, we were asked, 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 who should handle the finances in the marriage? Um, the, The question asker said that they were always taught that the men should handle the finances. Um, going back to our early days of marriage, a member of our church told us that the men should always handle the finances uh, as well. Alyssa, what do you think? Um, that the person who should handle the finances is the person who is the better financial person. Seems simple enough. Who's better at the money should handle the money. Yes. It happens a lot in finances, but... Well, in cooking, too. People are like, the woman should cook. But in a lot of families, the dad's a better cook, so he cooks. Mm-hmm. Uh, in our family, Melissa is better at handling finances than I am. She is a saver, debt payer offer planner. I am a, hey, we got $200. Let's spend $200. Or 195 and save five. <laughs> <laughs> I come from a family of um, vacationers. Uh, We never had a whole bunch of money, but we had a whole bunch of fun on vacation. Melissa comes from a family where her dad was very frugal and fantastic at saving money. And she took over, she took um, that part of him. I don't know what I was going to say, but you are a a saver and planner like your father. And I think the balance is good. Because if we were both savers, we probably would have a lot of money saved and then just never do nothing. Mm-hmm. And if we were both like me, we would never go to Santa Barbara because we would just spend all our money going on vacation. I mean, we would go to Santa Barbara all the time, but right. we wouldn't have any money. We'd have to stay at Motel 6 <laughs> because we don't have any money saved. Uh, so, I mean, that answer seems simple enough. Is that too simple? Whoever's better at the money should handle it? Why is it too simple? I don't know. It just seems like too easy of an answer. There were times where I handled the money in our relationship. We were broke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good at math anyway. So there's that. Uh, Melissa's better at math than I am. And she has like budgeting software on her phone. And she just like will be in a bed like, oh, and this day we'll be debt free. We make this calculations. We do a large thing. And i like, how do you get debt software on your phone? <laughs> It's not software, it's just an app. It's a debt app. Whatever. So now we know who, now we're going to move on to why. Uh, Why finances are important in a marriage. It's been said that 
the top three reasons for divorce are sex, communication, and money. Mm-hmm. In whatever particular order. But money's always in there. Yes. Yeah, because if you ain't got no money, then you don't care about sex. It's hard to have sex when you're hungry and the lights are off. <laughs> your stomach's growling. You don't want to have sex. You no, want... you don't. You want your lights on. Yeah, you want a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to talk? It's your You're turn. Uh, yes, we're on why. You're not, you haven't said why. You just said it. Why is finance is important because it's hard to have some, have love when, or not love, but it's just hard to, money's just important. Because you be frustrated when you grow. You frustrated. You be frustrated. When we first got married and we had two kids and our daycare was more than our rent and mortgage, mm-hmm. those were trying times. You find out how much you love somebody when your bank account is overdrawn all the time. Like, do I love you that much? Shoot. I am tired of being broke. <laughs> well, I mean, finances can bleed. When your finances are hard, it bleeds off into other areas of your marriage. Yes. That's absolutely true. You just walk around with an attitude all the time. Because mm-hmm. you're broke. Especially when you feel like the other person is leading you to financial ruin. Right, one person is making um, bad financial decisions or big purchases without asking the other person. You don't want to. You don't want to be around them. You're looking at the bills, and and they're the reason that it's like that. Right. How can we? How can people avoid that? How can people avoid what? Those arguments. You can be broke and not be mad at each other. Just understand this is where we're at. But a lot of times, you blame the other person. What? A lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> the final okay so like I let's go back to when we were younger and we had two kids at daycare and diapers we didn't have a lot of money but we weren't arguing all the time yeah but we weren't making irresponsible decisions we just didn't have a lot of money yeah don't get it twisted we don't have a lot of money now so don't be no. thinking we're rich <laughs> we're still on EBT food stamps <laughs> that's funny <laughs> so yeah I mean um I've seen a lot of people's marriage. I don't know if it's just only because of money, but it's a big factor. They they just be arguing. They be frustrated. We had that problem when I bought that car. Why are you laughing? You're funny. Yeah, because you didn't talk first. Yeah, we talked about this on a communication point of view, but this is also a financial story. Um, the time where my car broke down. And um, I bought a new one without totally talking to Melissa. Um, shoot, a car is a what? thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 investment? Mm-hmm. Looking back, it wasn't wise for me to just buy that. I was only looking at it as a payment per month. A couple hundred dollars. But I mean, it wasn't necessarily unwise to buy. But it was unwise to make such a large financial purchase without having your complete buy-in. Because if you... Or you can be selling a car. Buying a car, selling a car, wanting to buy a house. Those things are going to affect both people equally. So they should have the buy-in from both people. I agreed. You have anything to add? No, that was really good. Um, we also talk... This isn't really in our things to talk about. But um, one question we get asked a lot is how do you handle the finances if the woman makes more? Or how does the woman making more affect the marriage? Unless you have made more than me on a couple of occasions in our marriage. Um, 
but you haven't made me feel bad about myself. <laughs> How did you do that knowing that you made more money than the man of the house? Wait, time out this. Are you trying to force me to talk? No, I'm not timing out this either. <laughs> you are. I'm not timing this out. This is a podcast where we work through our things. <laughs> You're being awkward. I'm not being awkward. Yes, you are. How? Because you ain't talking? <laughs> because you're trying to force it. No, that, I just thought about that. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Yeah, so how do you feel? Are you interviewing me? <laughs> just asking you. That just came in my mind. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because you're so funny. You have not said that much on this podcast. Why do you want me to talk if you're talking good? When you I let me talk, I don't stop and be like, Kev. <laughs> <laughs> you're the Please. good you're the good financial advisor you were the assistant bank manager I got fired from the bank who should be doing the talking here <laughs> I'm not good with the monies oh my god you're cracking me up I'm bad with the money <laughs> am I bad with money no I'm not bad with money I don't know why you're doing that I would just rather go on vacation than save money <laughs> it's a bad habit my family taught me <laughs> Here, man. I don't know how much money our parents had, but I know we was on vacation. <laughs> oh my god! We were poor, and we didn't even stay in Motel Six. I stayed in Motel Six the first time when I paid for myself. We was in Embassy Suites. Um, another thing that's on our list is um tithes. Tithes is a type of word. Tell us how you feel about tithes. Tithes is a word that makes my list so prominent. Tithes. So hard for me to say. Do that. Uh, somebody asked us. I'm gonna paraphrase because I don't have the question memorized. Essentially, they asked us, um, "What do you do when your husband doesn't want to tithe?" It doesn't have to be your husband. Just when well, one that was spouse question, is though, saved. Right? Oh yeah, when one spouse is well for everyone, it would be what, what do you do when your when one spouse is saved and wants to tithe, and the other is not saved and doesn't want to tithe. Um. I don't know how to put this. This is before we get the tithes thing. I'm not saying you shouldn't marry somebody from a different religion. Because a friend of mine was going through this. Uh, he was dating a girl who was Catholic. And she's devout Catholic. She, he's devout Christian. But when you date somebody or marry somebody from a vastly different background. Or you're not you're religious and they're not. A lot of times core values that you may have will not be impressed upon them the same way they are for you. So like uh, Melissa and I grew up, we're tithing. We talk about tithing, offering every Sunday. Bring me all the tithes to the storehouse that there should be meat in my house for proving that her with, say the Lord of hosts, for I'll not open your windows and pour you out a blessing <laughs> that there should not be room enough for the sea. Yes, they. But these say, we're not robbed thee in tithes and offering. You are cursed with a curse for he have robbed me. Even this whole nation. That was the first passage of scripture that I memorized because <laughs> they said it every day. For every like, Sunday. Every Sunday for like the first seven years of my life. So anyway, so to marry somebody who doesn't believe in tithing at all, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna feel like you're cursing us mm. if you don't wanna, if you don't wanna tithe. Um, and I don't wanna be cursed. So that's like, I mean, that can happen to a lot of things. It's a silly story, but very true. When Melissa and I first started dating, I came from, a, I come from a very um, apostolic background and I always went to churches where you couldn't wear where the woman couldn't wear pants and I went to Melissa's church on Wednesday night and she wore a tracksuit and I was like she is not saved 
She is not saved. I fully was like, I'm unequally yoked dating this girl. Because at the time, I completely thought if you didn't wear pants, if you wore pants at church, you were not saved. So tell us, how did you work through that? You're trying to be funny. You can't ask me questions and I'm the one doing the talking already. I'm supposed to be asking you questions. You had something to add to the ties thing, though. Did, Did you, you finish your thoughts? Yes. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Are you slap happy? You're just funny. I'm not funny. I'm not. I mean, I am funny, but I'm not trying to be funny right now. You are. Ty. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is trash. I'm just going to keep it real. If you're still listening to this, thank you. Because this is a struggle. We are hot and tired, and we are trying to push our way through, and it's not going well. It's so hot here. It's not going well, guys. Tithing is important because the Lord commands it. But if your spouse is not saved, and you want to tithe because it's important to you, but it's not a value of your spouse, one thing that our old church that they taught, um, which actually I thought was really good, was that you can tithe off like a personal amount of money that you receive, whether it's an allowance or whatever it is. If you get just like a certain amount of money that's your own and it's separate from your spouse, me, you know, like for example, me and Kev have a bill. Well, we don't really have this anymore, but we used to have like a bill account, a main account, and then we had separate accounts. Both our names are on it. Don't give me none of this being separate stuff. Both our names were on it, but it was just like separate. <laughs> it was just separate accounts where I could just spend whatever I wanted and whatever I wanted to get. And um, if Kevin wasn't saved, I could tithe off that portion of money. And God is just, I would like to believe that God would just honor that um, and not make such an issue over the whole thing. Cause you still want to be, you know, under the, under the heading of your household and not cause strife at home. Under the mission. Under the mission. I have the business account, which you're not on, so. So there's division right there. I buy ice cream from that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I not on the business account? You are on it. You just don't have a debit card, so you never use it. Yeah. Thank God for grace. I don't need you buying express items. Whatever. From the business. So, yeah. This has been 15 minutes. <laughs> We're gonna retake this. We're not retaking this. We should. No, we're not. <laughs> Guys, this is the growing pains of a, a new podcast. We had so much in our hearts to say. But, um. Go over your points, Kev. Who should handle the money? The person who should handle the money is the person who's good at the money. Why? Because the person who's good at the money will do a better job handling the money. Is that of God? The man should handle the money. I don't think that's in the Bible. I know, but why? where does that come from? I think it comes from traditional... The man being the head of the man household. The man head of the household. In the 50s, the man was working, the woman stayed home, and a lot of those values have carried on without somebody saying, hey, why do we have to do it like this? So do you think even though I handle the money, that makes you less of the man in the household? You can tell everybody. Go ahead and tell everybody. <laughs> I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. Uh, 
at times I used to feel like, man, I'm the man of the house. I should be handling the money. And then I looked at all the bills and I just started seeing stars. <laughs> so I know, I, I, sometimes I honestly think about that. I, I trust you so much. I, I don't check the bank account sometimes. You should check it. I know. I tell you that actually. I know. I just don't. I blindly I trust you. I wish you would check it more. I should. But I don't. <laughs> I just don't have a lot of other stuff on my mind. I mean, I don't check the... I had checked the business account. And... Oh, I should check the, the business account. That's what I should be doing. Deck it. You got the passwords. <laughs> you got the passwords. You know every password I have. It ain't nothing new. I don't know the username. I was about to say it over here, but I don't want the people to steal <laughs> into my stuff. Um, yeah, I handle all the business stuff and the boys' accounts. But that main account, I don't be looking. <laughs> I look at it sometimes, but I can't log in because you're already signed in. That's not true. That's not true. I just wanted to say something. Uh, but no, I, I, I at times I used to feel like as a man I should handle the money. And I can't think of another relationship where the woman has the money. But it's also not a thing a lot of people talk about. So. No, I can think of another couple. Matter of fact, the the man that at our old church that said that his wife was handling it before, mm -hmm. and then all he did was set everything on automatic bill payment, and then he was handling it. Well, they made enough money to do that. I have everything set up on bill payments too. Well, y'all make enough money to do that. Everybody ain't able to set it up on automatic. Everybody payment? ain't able. You can't automatically just take my money. I don't know if it's ready yet. <laughs> <laughs> what happened that month? <laughs> I may not be ready for you to take it. I might have to move some things around. Oh, you're silly. All right. If you want to support this podcast, go to audibletrial.com slash love hour. And there what is Audible Trial? Audible is, what is a Audible? website. Are you still asking questions? No, I want you. We have to practice our um, outro roll. What is it called? Pre-roll, mid-roll. Mid-roll, end-roll. Audible.com is a website where you get one free book every 30 days. It's $15 a month, but if you use audibletrial.com slash lovehour, you will get a free month. And with that free month, you can get a free book and you can read some of the books that we've recommended. The Five Love Languages, uh, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus, <laughs> Emerson Egrick. Actually, that is a good book. Love and Respect. It's a book called uh, Good Girl's Guide to Great Sex, The Bible. Whatever you want to read, you can get it on Audible. Um, and um, I wanted to say that Audible Trial Audible is an online book streaming service that is compatible with all mobile devices. You sound like the recorder when you call it the bank. I wanted to say, it. <clears throat> if you'd like to support this podcast, please go to Audible AudibleTrial.com/LoveHour. Audible is an online streaming service that is compatible with all mobile devices. You're, you, you, what? <laughs> I gotta type it out. Don't go this week, guys. <laughs> we don't deserve your support this week. This is us pushing through. <laughs> we will be better next week. You can find Melissa at Kev on stage. I mean, Miss Kev on stage on Instagram and Twitter where she never tweets. I don't. Facebook, Melissa.Fredericks. You can find me, Kev, on stage. What? Melissa Dot Fredericks on Facebook? Yeah. Hmm. I didn't know there was a dot between there. Hmm. Kev on stage on every social media platform in the world. Thank you and goodbye. <laughs>